everyone has a story to share. Your story also is important, but today we are talking to another person whose story is equally important. He's, uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's an American from Texas, mm-hmm. and he's here with me uh, to reflect on his journey uh, as a traveler mm-hmm. and his gathering experience. So we want to tap into that experience that you are gathering. Hello, and welcome to Obehi Podcast. I'm your host, Obehi Ewan Fort, and I strongly believe that everyone has a story to share. Now let's get started with this episode. So right now, I'm a little bit lost here in Europe. You know, that's what I'm kind of identifying with right now. I can't really find myself. I came to Europe supposed to be, I'm supposed to be hanging out with two of my friends. But they got COVID on the way as I was on the plane ride over here, right? So that obviously flipped my whole trip upside down. Now I don't really know what to do. They were supposed to kind of walk me, hold my hand around. So right now I'm kind of just lost walking around, not really knowing what to do. Hoping somebody like adopts me, you know what I mean? Walks me around, kind of like my friend here. Um, And it seems to be going okay. I haven't felt too sad because I'm too busy going through the trains, going through buses, getting lost. That's kind of fun on its own, you know what I mean? So yeah, that's kind of my deal right now. All right. Okay, for some of you who might not know, we recently started a blog about travel, uh, where we basically give recommendations for most of you who want to travel to some places, uh, to top historic places and things like that. Uh, maybe you don't know what to do. A good example of uh, what uh, Scott is uh, sharing with us today. But if you don't know where you are going, you don't have information of uh, where to book a hotel, uh, maybe where to eat, or maybe a place to visit for sightseeing, it might become uh, difficult for you. Uh, So this is why we started this uh, blog, uh, where we share with people uh, where to visit in Italy, where to rent a hotel, where to eat best Italian food. So you can check it out. It's called... Top Visit 24. All right, now, Scott, let me come back to you again. Mm-hmm. Tell us a little bit about your background growing up. That is very important for us because we care about your story. Yeah, I grew up in Texas in a very small town called Laferia. And we didn't grow up with a lot of money. I mean, we, barely, we couldn't really afford much. So traveling was way out of the picture. I didn't, they didn't teach me about traveling, even within Texas. Texas is a big state. So we still didn't even travel around there because we, di- we didn't even have money to like travel in a car around there, you know what I mean? So this is very new to me. But growing up, let me think, I grew up in a musician family. So we're all, mu- <laughs> we're all musicians. It's all in the blood. So I grew up singing. That's kind of how I paid for my trip here, singing with a little ukulele. I would put a bucket and just sing in front of a store. They put money in. I was able to very slowly get enough money to come over here. But... I can only really afford like the hostels right now. <laughs> I was supposed to be with my friends, but you know, that's basically my story growing up. All right. Now, let's look at uh, somebody that is preparing for a trip, say an America, for example, who mm-hmm. is maybe in New York or uh, in Washington area or California, mm-hmm. and they want to travel to some place in Italy because we're in Italy. Uh, how do you usually get information to know where you're supposed to go? Because now you are in Verona, which is in the north of Italy. Mm-hmm. Uh, say maybe this is where you want to come. What kind of information would you like to find? Well, first of all, I use my phone for everything. I'm just Googling. That's my navigation for everything. Without my phone, I'd be completely lost. You know what I mean? 
So I'm just Googling like, okay, how do I, what's the best place to stay? What's the best thing to do? Right now, I'm so, I, I spend so much time just getting to the place. I don't actually have time to like enjoy any of it. You know what I mean? So right now, I'm trying to make sure I make time. You know what I mean? So because I'm, I'm using so much time just to get to a place that you know what i mean like you're just getting lost the whole time say let me for example you are coming to you planned that you were coming to visit the city of verona yeah which is actually one of the most interesting places to visit in the whole of italy mm -hmm. what would you like to see in verona see i didn't even know that i didn't know how much of a tourist attraction it was it's just the place i landed at because i just was saying like i just googled it and they said okay just stay at this hostel here in verona i didn't know that it was the romeo and juliet place i didn't know that was a thing <laughs> And until people started letting me know about that. So I do want to check that out. But that's basically how I'm finding everything. Right now, I'm not really sure where to go next. I guess I'll just be Googling it, you know, where to go after right now. Anyway, so, anyway since, since we are here in Verona, this is my city. I've been here for a very long time. I'm going to take a scotch around. We're mm -hmm. going to visit uh, the, the place of Romeo and Juliet, the Juliet house. We're going to visit Arena de Verona, which is actually been here for... Uh, for very many years, a lot of people visit here from different parts of the world. So, of course, he's going to have a fee. We're also going to visit uh, Castelvecchio, a very important um, tourist places in Verona. Of course, he didn't know all this one, but he's going to uh, see this place today. Mm -hmm. Now, um, tell me about your your music uh, your music thing. How do you mm -hmm. how do you go about it? I'm sort of curious about that. So maybe somebody wants to get a fee of what you do. Yeah. So. When I'm making my money, I'm doing cover songs, right? I'm doing songs for other people, from other people. Because, mm -hmm. you know, that's what people connect with. They know the song, so that, that gives them more incentive to put money in. Because if I'm singing my own music, they're, kinda, they're not going to recognize the song, so they're not going to really gonna put music, I mean, money in there. Mm -hmm. But I actually hate doing covers, because the passion is in writing music. You know what I mean? My, my whole family, we, we love writing and making our own music. So... That's where I feel my passion comes from, just writing. Now, the thing is, I, I can't really, I can't afford to finish music, you know what I mean? Like, finish a whole song. You need kind of like a studio, you need a mic, you need all this kind of equipment to do it. I mean, you can do it in a cheap way, you know what I mean? And hopefully someone picks you up and starts producing you, all that kind of thing. But right now, yeah, I'm, I'm just kind of making sure I'm keeping my whistle like wet and just making sure I'm still good at it, writing music every day. Still, and maybe one day I'll be able to afford to get the equipment and start making my music and finishing it, making an album, all that kind of stuff, you know? Mm -hmm. All right, now let's try to understand it like this. Which part of the music setup do you like? Is it, I mean, do you like more? Is it in the writing of the music, in the singing, in the instrument, in the composing? Where would you like to be know more? in music in music for me i think the most important part is the melody but i feel like the melody is what people connect to the most i mean some people do just only hear lyrics there's there's two i think there's two different types of people they connect to the lyrics more than anything they hear the story of the lyrics and they just like okay that's my song for me i just want something catchy so for me what i tend to think i'm good at is the melody and i'm kind of bad at lyrics my lyrics will kind of be like uh corny in a way you know what I mean? like a love song it's kind of corny mm -hmm. so i do have some people helping me with the lyrics you know just uh, people that are more poetic you know so i also play piano and ukulele right piano is so fun to just to play you can do so much with it 
and the the singing part it's kind of frustrating because I'm a, a perfectionist, right? So you you do something one way and you're like, oh, I could have done it better that another time. Mm-hmm. So you try to you, you look at all your mistakes. So the problem with that, if you're a perfectionist, you never finish. You know what I mean? How are you gonna finish if nothing's ever perfect? <laughs> so I'm sure you, I'm sure you know the, the thing. Like if you make a funny face while you're recording, you're like, ah, oh, I don't know, I I, I want to redo it. I made a funny face or something. Mm-hmm. That's the way I am. I'm like too much of a per- perfectionist where I'll just never finish. That's another thing I need to like work on. You know what I mean? All right. Do you have uh, maybe a, a band, a group that you sing with or do you do your music alone? I used to, we, I grew up like with a band. We would do like play at bars and clubs and stuff like that. But you don't really, nothing really happens from that. I mean, you, you're playing covers, you get money, mm-hmm. but you don't grow as a, you don't grow a career as like your own music. Unless you're putting out albums and you're spending the money to finish your music and and I don't know like maybe like make music videos mm-hmm. stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So I quit that. Try to do something myself. You know what I mean? Try to figure out how I can because I learned how to work a camera too, so I can finally maybe try to make a music video on my own. Mm-hmm. I have to learn how to edit and all that. So I'm slowly learning all these skills mm-hmm. to do everything myself, which is a, it's a lot, but I think it's possible. I, I've I can see the I can see the the road to it because I've learned so much because YouTube teaches you everything it teaches you about cameras it teaches you about how to edit videos and everything I think I can probably do it myself probably kill myself doing it <laughs> working hard but I'm willing to work that hard to do it you know what I mean That's so it is said that all the information that we are looking for uh online that is nothing new all the information that you need like you correctly said they are out there you go to youtube there is nothing nothing you cannot find Mm -hmm. it's only a question of packaging Mm. how do you package it you see so no anyway i'm not really putting that question to you i'm just like reaffirming that it is true that all the information are there Mm -hmm. but now the question really i have for you is when you get those information how do you experiment to be sure that it actually is giving you what you want well, Instagram's amazing because you could you could do photos, you could do videos, you can do little tests to see what people react to. See, okay, so when I do this, people are reacting to this more. Like, if I'm if there's more colors in the video, if it's more monotone, if like what what vibe is go- are you working with better? You know what I mean? So, Instagram is a, is an amazing way. TikTok is a big thing that's going on. You could do little. You, you don't have to commit to a whole video. You're mm-hmm. just doing 30 seconds of something mm-hmm. and you're checking what's working, what's, what can go viral. Mm-hmm. So my editing, you can just test everything. You can just test it, just put it real quick. But eventually I want to do the big music video. You know what I mean? And the, way, the road to that, it's going to be a little bit longer. All right, if you hear a little bit of noise here, we're in the area of the University of Verona, so there are some students around, so of course we cannot tell people to, to keep quiet. <laughs> so if you hear that, just bear with us. We are in public space. Everybody have a call right here. Mm-hmm. All right, now, what do you use to make this music? Like maybe you, I don't know, a program like um, Audacity, this one mm-hmm. actually is free now. You can actually download it and begin to record if you want to. Mm-hmm. Can you tell me some of the tools that you use? Yeah, I use a tool called Cubase. Have you, have you heard of yeah, Cubase? Yeah, it's yeah, a music yeah. editing tool. Mm-hmm. That's it has everything you need. Mm-hmm. It's basically what the professionals are using. Mm-hmm. It's it's really the VSTs that you use. That's where the money is like coming from. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're spending five hundred on a program here, another VST. Mm-hmm. So Cubase is it's pretty good for that. Mm-hmm. the The problem is <laughs> you there's so many different professions within 
the, the mastering within just the, there's so many little areas where you can have like a blind spot, right? Mm -hmm. So let's say I'm good at mastering or something. If you, if you mess up the, I mean, I'm good at mixing, right? Mm -hmm. So I'll put all the levels right. If the mastering is completely off, then it'll never sound professional. Mm -hmm. So you can also send that to a professional or something or learn it yourself, which is another thing. And that, that could take years of videos of watching. And I mean, you could learn it on your own. You mm -hmm. could. Mm -hmm. But yeah, Cubase is what I use to manipulate the sounds and finish. Mm -hmm. All right. Now, take us to Tessa's. Um, what kind of, tell us about the music, the typical music that you play in Tessa. If you ask me the kind of music they play in Verona, I will tell you because I live here. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but talking of Tessa's, tell me a little bit about what kind of music do you, do you... Texas, especially Austin, is a lot of country. It's a lot of singing about <laughs> horses <laughs> and drinking and all, and guns too, you know. It's the typical, that's what, it's guns and horses in Texas. You know what I mean? Everyone's holding a gun. Everyone's got a gun on their, you on their waist. You on the streets? <laughs> <laughs> they say it's protection, but it's just, everyone's going crazy over there. You know what I mean? But, yeah, it's more country. I mean, of course, you got the mix of everything. Mm -hmm. You have, everywhere it's basically mixed. But you do get more country. In Austin, it's a huge music city. Mm -hmm. It's one of the biggest, I think. In US, yeah. Mm -hmm. Is it a, is it a kind of a metropolitan area where you have maybe different people come? A kind of a mixture of culture, mm -hmm. and maybe you can see some European city. Of course, I know American is also very famous, but if you go to New York or Washington area, or you see people coming from different cultures, it's a kind of a mix up, no? Mm -hmm. Is it like that, or can you help me with that? I I don't hear the most I hear is Latino music because we're so close to the border on Mexico. So you hear a lot of Latino and then country music. I don't really hear a lot of pop music, mm -hmm. like the the biggest songs, like the number one songs. They're, they're mostly pop, fun pop songs. People in Texas don't really do that. I guess it's more safe to go with what everyone likes. Mm -hmm. Everyone's more comfortable with the country because mm -hmm. everyone's doing like square dances and all that. Like the clubs are built around that type of music. Mm -hmm. So in California, that's where you get more pop, where you get more, that's where there's more mixture of music. So yeah, Texas is a little bit more closed off in that way. Mm -hmm. So when you were growing up, what kind of music was inspiring you? Because you said before that your family is a family where music is very uh, alive, no? Mm -hmm. So what kind of music were inspiring to you? Well, it's the type of music I never, I had to play because I was forced to play it. It was Tejano music. It's like these, I don't understand Spanish that very well, but we have to be singing Spanish, background singing and all that. That's where I learned how to sing. And uh, yeah, it's Tejanos. It's, um, it's like these, everyone's wearing these cowboy boots, you know, square dancing. That's where, that's what I grew up playing. So that's, it's like a Mexican kind of mariachi, all that with trumpets and all that. Ah, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it, I get it. I get yeah, it. yeah. And that's okay. Now um, we'll come back to the travel just now. Um, now tell me, say somebody wants to come to Texas, where would the where would you recommend the person to say I want to come to Texas? I want to know this uh, city, I want to know this state. Mm -hmm. What would you recommend for me? South Padre Island. Have you been there? No. 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 South Padre Island is like a party town. It's just this little island on the way south of Texas. Mm -hmm. It's Basically, on spring break, it's crazy. Mm -hmm. Everyone's going nuts. You you just don't you don't have to make any plans. Just stand on the sidewalk. You'll see people acting crazy everywhere. It's a show. <laughs> people are going crazy. Girls are getting naked for no reason. I don't know why. And uh, 
yeah, you see people fighting too. You just got to make sure you keep a safe distance because it can get dangerous. But yeah, yeah, the cops are the cops don't care what's going on. They're kind of partying with the people. You know what I mean? So it's actually so crazy. I would recommend that. But if you want something more mellow, in Texas specifically, I would I would be more towards San Antonio, mm-hmm. right? Where the, you can do trails, you can do hiking, mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. If you're more into that, because me, I kind of like both. Mm-hmm. So I can understand if you don't want if you don't want to do parties, yeah, you can go more towards San Antonio. Mm-hmm. That's where you'll do more hikes, more rocky mountains, like mm-hmm. stuff like that. Yeah. All right, interesting. All right, now coming back to Verona, where we are uh, today in another part of Italy. What has been your experience? Say, maybe for example, in hostel, because now you live in hostel. That is where you met your friend. In fact, in one of my recommendations in the post, in one of our blog posts, I was suggesting that sometimes stay in hostels where you can, because there you meet a lot of people. You can share. Imagine, for example, that I'm talking to this guy because he has been in hostel where he met a friend of mine. Through a friend of mine, I'm talking to him because they have become friends by staying in the same place. No? Because in this life, we're not supposed to live it alone. We need to share. It's also one of the reasons why we travel, so that we mm-hmm. can meet more people. Otherwise, you just stay in your little place where you are. No? Mm-hmm. But you want to see the vastness of this world, other mm-hmm. culture, other languages. No? Mm-hmm. So, tell me about your experience in this your trip and particularly in this um, this hostel for example that you're staying my trip I was hoping for this to happen (laughs) to get adopted people just to take me in and just walk me around that's what I was hoping because that's what happened last time with my friends you know what I mean they just kind of saw me lost walking around they were like hey you look like you need help (laughs) (laughs) so that's what they did they adopted me basically held my hand walked me through everywhere and I'm glad it's happening again right now because <laughs> I was scared. I was like, I'm, I'm by myself. I'm too shy to talk to people. You know what I mean? Because there's all these people I'm interested in talking to, but it's so hard for that first initial mm-hmm. talking. I don't know what to say. I'm like, hi, I'm Scotty. That's so hard when it's so simple, but it's so hard to do. I don't know if you find it hard to do something like that, but <laughs> anyway, <laughs> for me, it's so hard. It is really unprecedented. If I, yesterday, I was sharing a story, a very important story. Let me share mm-hmm. with you, Norm. In that I was walking to the house. Then I met uh, my neighbor, and he was trying to take something into the into his own car. But the thing were like a kind of fishy tools. So I didn't see any fish there. But I asked him, "Hey, did you get a good catch today? I mean, did you get any good catch? Did you get fish?" And I just greeted him. I said, "Wow, come, 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 come here." Then he brought out a very big fish. Yeah. He said, "Take." I said, no, I was just joking. Uh, he said, take, you must take it. He wants you to take it. So I took it, I went into the house, then I told my wife, hey, honey, come here, make me pepper soup. You don't know what is pepper soup? Anyway, no. don't worry. So my wife made me a nice pepper soup. In fact, I have eaten it twice now. A portion, is still remaining in the fridge. So what I'm saying here is that, really, it is good if you can sort of meet people, talk to people, because you never know what you might learn. You never know mm-hmm. who might be helping you or who you might be helping, you know? Mm-hmm. Because at the end of the day, it's about experience. We need to share. Life is for sharing, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Uh, living or traveling or meeting new people is a lot of good thing about it. Mm-hmm. I believe that a lot of good thing about it. Yeah. Now, if I may ask you, what would you say was your main reason for traveling to Italy? I would love to say it's to actually see Italy and everything, mm-hmm. but it was actually the people that I wanted to see again. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I really wanted to see them again. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's nice to see a very beautiful place, but if I don't have anyone to see it with, to mm-hmm. share it with, 
you know, point at it. Look at that. That's kind of cool, right? <laughs> I need that kind of interaction to enjoy it. Mm-hmm. I'm struggling with learning how to. I'm not sure if you're supposed to, but being by yourself and appreciate something, appreciating something yourself. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And not just be completely bored, because that's what I'm struggling with right now. Is just being on that nice bridge over there. I don't know what it's called. It's very nice, but I just want someone to experience it with. You know what I mean? I don't know if that's something we should be learning to be alone or if I should learn how to meet new people so I don't have to be alone and learn that lesson. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I guess I guess I'll learn eventually. <laughs> right now, I'm just happy I got adopted <laughs> right now. <laughs> All right, tell me, what, what do you say about the Verona people? I mean, the place that you are now, because we are sort of curious about it, because mm-hmm. we are writing this blog also for this reason. We want to share with people that this city is a beautiful place to visit, mm-hmm. but we, we, we don't want to read it only from our own point of view. We also want to read it from the point of view of foreign people who are visiting this city. That mm-hmm. is why I find your experience very interesting. Mm-hmm. So share with me, what do you see around the people, the, the, the place, Anything that you you want to mm-hmm. share with me? I've noticed there's a lot of good-looking people over here. <laughs> I don't know why, but it seems like everyone's a model over here. And I don't know what it is. Actually, over there in Texas, in my city, it's the biggest... It's the... How do I explain this? The town in Corpus Christi has the most people in the whole entire world for overweight people. That's It has the most overweight people. So that's why I'm normally seeing that all the time. People aren't walking around. Like, people are basically, um, like, in the in Walmart, they're using, like, carts to walk around because they're so overweight. They're not just um, overweight. They're obese where they can't even walk. That's, my, that's the capital of Corpus Christi. It's the most obese people in the world, <laughs> which is a, it's a, it's not a good thing to be proud about, you know what I mean? But that's what I'm used to seeing. So over here, I'm like, man, a lot of people are skinny over here, which is so different. <laughs> I mean, it's not like, I'm not judging anybody, you know what I mean? But it's guess, just, it's just a completely different, it just looks different to me, you know what I mean? And the, the people, they're speaking so many different languages over here. It's kind of confusing. How did you manage to, to understand people? I mean, do you understand what they are saying? <laughs> it's, Italian is kind of close to Spanish, so I can kind of understand what they're saying, but it, I'm still confused when they're talking to me. I'm like, okay, he said dog right there, but I don't know what he's actually saying. Mm-hmm. But yeah, just like I said, at the grocery store, someone was screaming at me because <laughs> I didn't know what I was doing. So I just gave him my card instead because I don't know what. What would you like to see? Because uh, just of course we are closing now. Mm-hmm. What would you like to see in Verona in the city? Because now we are going out. First of all, I would like to see something that's good for pictures. Because my mom wants wants good pictures. <laughs> you know what I mean? She wants me to be taking selfies like with some kind of beautiful background. And the, like the Romeo and Juliet thing, that's something cool that I want to check out too. I didn't know about it until I was at the hostel. And they said, you know, this is the Romeo and Juliet kind of... I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> I guess I'll go check that out. Mm-hmm. I got to figure something out now that I'm here. So yeah, I want something very photo-esque where I could just take nice photos, go home with something nice to show my mom. Yeah, something like that. All right, that's very interesting. Okay, now this is the last. This is not a question. It's a kind of um, uh, a concluding part of it. What would you like to see as a kind of a message to conclude the conversation? I don't know. It can be a greeting to somebody or conclude it in your own way. Um, I'll just give a little bit of advice. I've only learned a little bit of advice. I think I've learned to not play it safe, take a risk on life. Because even if you play safe, you can still fail at the safe thing. So might as well do what you love and follow your heart because 
at least if you fail, you'll fail doing something you love. So that's what I, I would say. All right. Thank you so much for that. If you enjoy this podcast, make sure you subscribe so you never miss any of our future episodes. Rate and review Obehead Podcast and share with your friends who might need it. I remain Obehead Thank you so much for listening and talk to you in the next episode.